Hey everybody, uh, just to be clear, no impact is not starting another podcast. We are not trying to do like this official podcast. Um, what we are doing now is just sharing stories with the people that care about impact with alumni and supporters and, and family people that are just interested in what's happening on campus. Right, Chris? Yeah, I think sometimes it's hard to communicate everything through an emailed newsletter. So this kind of, um, yeah, this fits more of who we are um, by just sharing stories. And you can actually hear us speak and um, experience a little bit more of our personality. I think some of you might never have met me before and some of you may never met Tyler before. And this just gives us the opportunity to share of who we are and what we do. Yeah, so we're not doing those weird interviews like we did like mm. last year because of COVID. Uh, we might have some students on just to talk about their story, but it's not going to be um, an opportunity for you to like take notes on and see like, okay, how do I need to do campus ministry? It's not that at all. So thank you to all of our supporters, all of the alumni, all of our family that, um, that care about us, that, that pray for impact and, and praying for campus. We're really excited to to share these stories with you. All right, Chris. How's home? How's family life? Ooh, family life. We are we are in it. We got a newborn. Um, Lydia is about a month old. And we are just still trying to figure out what sleep looks like for her and mm -hmm. us and mm -hmm. Um, what does it look like for us to share responsibility with a newborn and a little toddler? Because Elliot is, he turns two in January, um, and he is very much entering his terrible twos. Is he jealous? Is he jealous? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he, the other day, he literally grabbed Lydia and, like, squeezed her leg. And, oh, my gosh, it was really bad. He, I don't think he's trying to like just hurt Lydia. I think he just wants attention, and he doesn't know how to regulate his emotions. So you know, so it wasn't it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a love a love grab. He would, he no, just was, no, it was like he had no idea how to process all the <laughs> emotions and feelings, and so he just attacked Lydia. Um, <laughs> Sounds normal. Yeah, yeah. So we are we are very much in it. Um, yeah. How I mean, this is what you guys were going through, like three months ago. Yeah, two so months ago. so we yeah, Lucas is um, just over two and a half at this point, and Liam was born, oh boy, June eighth. So he just had his four month checkup, and we're also also so still trying to figure out what sleep is like, um, but he's getting better. He's sleeping for longer times, Lucas. He doesn't seem to be too jealous, and he's definitely warming up to Liam being around. He'll put his arm over him. Do you think he was ever jealous? If he was, he was really good at hiding it. He Maybe jealous he, isn't a good word. Well, he definitely didn't attack Liam like Elliot <laughs> yeah, attacked. He wasn't, it wasn't a full-on attack. It was just <laughs> misunderstanding. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he... I mean, yeah, there's obviously some times where he just is dying to go outside, and he freaks out because... No, we're not going outside right now. Like everybody just woke up. Um, yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely has been missing the regular attention. 
Yes. Um, but is I think he's getting used to it. I hope so. Yeah. How's How's Lauren? Yeah, Lauren's. Lauren is an amazing mom. Is also figuring out what life is like. Is yeah, she quit her job that she had for at least seven years. Um, That's good. A couple months after. Liam was born right before the semester started. Um, so that's just new, obviously, for her, new for our whole family, um, especially coming out of COVID, where at least campus ministry stuff was super weird. Limited. Very, extremely yes. limited. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah we're, we're still trying to navigate, you know, healthy rhythms and what to expect of each other. And, um, but, yeah, all in all, I think we're, we're figuring it out. Nothing's too crazy. Nothing is too extremely hard. Um, we're really close to Liam, Liam being able to sleep mm. for the majority of the night, which wait. is like the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, I think with, yes. with Lucas, you just get so caught up in this, that specific season of life of I'm never going to sleep again. Yes. This is my life. But now with Liam, yes. it's like, okay. There's perspective there's, now. There's yes. a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, yes. we're going to get through this. Like, we'll deal with it for three more weeks a yes. month longer and we'll be able to help him sleep sooner or later so yeah what about Megan uh, she's she's good <laughs> no she's great she's great it's hard right newborn stage is hard we're both in this kind of yeah, yeah. stage together it's, it's easier for me to say that I'm doing well because mm. I don't have to wake up multiple times in the night yeah. because we you know we made the we communicated that it's okay for her to not get up super early because she has a rough night. And she said to me, it's, I don't have to get up every time she gets up in the middle of the yeah, night. This is so, on record now. This is on record. Yeah. Um, yes, but she's doing really well. She, much like Lauren, is an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just tough. It's tough seeing her really um, battle through um, feeding the kid and battle through sleep deprivation um, and yes but she's amazing um, we're doing we're doing all right it's not it's not the worst no so it's definitely not the best it's not the best how, how, but it's just a season how yes. is how is being a dad of two any any new dad insights you have from I don't know now it's okay a, this is this is um, we don't have to stay in parent corner for too much longer, but, but I think it's sometimes I feel guilty because the firstborn, we spent all that time just doting and, mm-hmm. you know, in awe and amazement mm-hmm. looking at our son. Um, but the second one, like, I don't got time to do that because the first one is off, like, eating mud. <laughs> um, so I almost feel guilty that I don't have all my time isn't devoted to this newborn. Um, but that doesn't mean I, I, doesn't mean I love you less, Lydia, mm. if you hear this in the future. It's just, yeah, because it, it, your heart doesn't, doesn't grow. You just realize, oh, uh, it's, it's, it's learning, <laughs> I don't know, it's learning to experience uh, love for two instead of just one. Yeah. That, so. Yeah, I feel that as well. I, it's not that I don't love Liam less than Lucas, yes. but I have so much more fun with Lucas. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. That's also true. I just, I feel bad too because I just want Lydia to grow up. Yeah. 
which is not fair because no, I also want to be in the present and just see, you know, all her little milestones. But I'm like, right. also, like, where's the milestone where you can, like, just <laughs> run around and we can wrestle? Yeah. So. Great. I guess that, that's a family time. Yeah, that's about what's going on. Okay, so let's talk about the first two weeks yes. of campus. It was yes. pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. It was, I think the craziest part about it was... <laughs> so much planning because we had so much time to plan because of the pandemic mm. um, that no students were on campus that all we could do was plan 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 and when students finally arrived it was both overwhelming um but overwhelming and um overstimulating yes <laughs> at the same time because yeah. um, on one hand you're so excited to see all these students on the other hand it's like Oh my gosh, everyone's gonna get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and going from no students, essentially, yes. to like being yes. over capacity. Thousands upon thousands of students. Experiencing this like whiplash effect yeah. of like, I, it's very, very disorienting sometimes. Yes. Um, but it also, it was great to see us plan all these things um, and then our plans actually not. It's not like we, we were completely reliant on a certain outcome. Um, but I think we were planning, it didn't go as planned. <laughs> there were some things, but yeah, there, I think um, there were some, some other things, like our interest meeting, Yes. right? That we, we felt that like, we're gonna have a good amount of people feel like, I'd rather go to an interest meeting about a ministry on campus then go to like a worship service like campus ministries that's their first big event is like a worship service and for us we're we're trying to attract not attract but have relationships with a lot of people over the i don't know the spiritual spectrum people that have no relationship with god have been in the church before or you know have a great relationship with jesus across the spectrum our perspective it's easier for all of those people to come to this one low invitation, yes. not a um, not a church, yes. quote unquote church, kind of thing. Yeah. But we did not experience that. No, it was really weird. Yeah, like exactly what you said. I we we were going to advertise these interest meetings just so we can share more of what we what we do, and people can make a decision whether they want to be part of Impact or not, or do be participate in what Impact's doing. Um, but no one showed up, no. which is, I don't know, maybe because we didn't market it as well, um, but it was a real learning experience for us um, when no one started coming to our interest meeting. I think we had four interest meetings on di four different nights. I think a total of eight students showed up. Yeah. In um, two of those nights, no one Nobody showed up. Even showed no up. one showed up. <laughs> yeah. But um, that still wasn't that wasn't the worst because during that time, we had this is where I was saying it didn't go as planned. Um, we had success outside of what was originally planned, which is I feel like just you know life with God. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, so that was so we we started writing on a whiteboard, tired of religion, so was Jesus, and I think we were. It, it was shocking how many students resonated or were very interested in that sign. Mm-hmm. They would just, you know, walk up and say, "What? What is this?" And I think we were trying to assess if they were Christians Correct. or not Christians. Well, yeah. And the students were trying to assess if we were Christians <laughs> or not Christians. Um, yeah, because because students would come up and say, "Is this an atheist yes. group?" Yes. Assuming. That I guess the we were anti-religion or something. I, yeah, yeah, like because Jesus was here to set up a religion. Yes. Um, that was when I first heard that. I was like, how? What about this sign makes you think this is an atheist group? But having those conversations, yes. it was like, oh, yes. yeah, people really feel that Jesus was just another like religious figure, and so yeah. Christians also believe that they believe in a religion. Yes, it's extremely eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah, and it was really easy to have these conversations because all we would do is say, what do you think about the sign? And as soon as they get their own thoughts, they would just tell us where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And it turns out a lot of people are not huge fans of religion. Um, in fact, a lot of people, man, they just, they're tired of religion. Well, I think we had at least one or two people come up to us and just the first thing they say, it's like, oh, I'm so tired of religion. <laughs> you could hear it. Yeah, you could right? literally hear yeah. it in the tone of their voice. Yeah. So that that one that went really well. Um, yeah, because then we realized what we're really good at is having these conversations, meeting people wherever they're at. Um, so we would just exchange contact numbers and then just hang out with them, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. So yeah, the goal just being not to just have that one-off conversation, but inviting them into this really relationship with us where we, we want to meet them where they are, wherever they are spiritually. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. It doesn't matter about your, your church experience or if you grew up in this, in this family where somebody is an atheist and the other person is Muslim or whatever, which is a lot of students' experiences either parent having a different religious uh, experience. Um, And then asking the question, can we just hang out to hear your story and then have an opportunity for us to explain to them what we're trying to do on campus. And that's just, for some reason, a lot easier for people to invite it into that than to go to an interest meeting, which was like the opposite of what we're thinking. Yes. Um, But it just works out really well for just who God made us to be, just being incredibly relational um, and not really caring about getting a ton of people to this event. It's just really an invitation just to a relationship. Yeah. And I think we are set up in a way that um, we can easily pivot because a great example of that is when we realized not everyone was coming to our interest meetings and we were getting more success from the tables or the sign um, we found a table near the trash, trash cans. Um, so we, we were, long story short, we saw this table the last couple of days and we were like, why don't we just grab this table real quick and just grab, go home, grab the sign 
from the house and just set up middle of campus and lean into this because mm-hmm. this is giving us the most success. Yeah. So we did that. Instead of like trying to get people to our, in, our interest meeting, we found that trash table set up on <laughs> campus and just and just having all these yeah. conversations that we were not expecting to have. Yeah, yeah so. so that's kind of been the, the main theme so far is having these conversations with people based on tired of religion, so is Jesus. You have any you have any examples or people that stuck out? People that stick out. Yeah, I mean I think it's in the first first week I'm gonna try not to say these students' names. Um, the student comes up, up to us, he uh, he asks us you know, what is, what's happening here? And so just immediately we put the ball in, in everybody's court. It's like, no, what do you think about this sign? And from the very beginning, he was very intelligent, right? Talking about religion and, and history and, and all this stuff. Um, and then he asks us, okay, so tell me what's going on here. And we just tell him about what we're trying to do on campus, how we're really not trying to uh, create this massive organization where you can come to events and not trying to get people to sign up to be a part of impact. Um, and this student says, well, I think that's the kind of Christianity I'm looking for. And I was blown away. Like, I didn't expect to ever really hear that and come to find out he's he's definitely not a Christian. He's yes. atheist slash Yeah, he says agnostic. he's agnostic now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, that, that was really cool. And we've been hanging out with this student for, I mean, since the the first yeah. week, of, week of campus, um, just answering his questions, just having conversations, really no, there's no pressure from our end on him to like, hey, we need to meet every week. We're not trying to get him from point A to point B. But he brings in his little notebook, he's written down questions for us to talk <laughs> yeah. about, yeah. right? And I've never yes. really experienced yes. this from, from somebody who identifies as atheist or agnostic. Because yes. he's also not attacking. These no. are actual... Like, he just wants to know. He has some questions. He's like, so, Genuinely curious. Yes. Yeah. And it, and it can be like, I mean, the questions are like, why do like bad things happen to good people? Like, from a Christian perspective. But the most meaningful question has always been, okay, so what does, you being a Christian, what does it mean for you yeah, what in does your it actually life? Look like? Tangibly, yes. what does this actually mean? And that's just been, that's the most fun for me. Because yes. you can kind of see, like, in his head, the wheel is starting to turn. Like there's something different going on just from this conversation that I don't think he's ever had yes. before. And a couple weeks ago, I did feel like, um, I did feel the nudge to share the gospel with him explicitly. Um, and that was also an amazing moment. So I shared like, you know, one of the tools we use to share the gospel. And he was just like, he just stared at it. Just like processing all these these, this simple tool that I, I shared with them. Um, and I was in the back of my head thinking like, oh man, I'm about to go, we have to go like find a body of water. We're about to do this now. We're about to get to the lake. Like, let's do it. it did, that obviously didn't happen. Um, but not yeah. Yet, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. But it was just really cool to, to not feel the pressure from myself that I have to like, okay, I meet, meet them this many times and now I have to perform this task. No, I mean, I, I genuinely enjoy the conversation with him. He does, so too. So what happened? He was like, hey, man, I really, I really think you guys need to um, share this with as many people as possible. I was like, 
why are you saying yeah. that to me? Yeah. You, you might, you know, the meter from atheist to Christian might be moving a little bit, but you're clearly not like having this Holy Spirit yes. moment. Why are you yeah. saying this to me? And I asked him, like, what do you mean? Like, why are you saying that to me? And he's like, dude, this is so simple. Like, I've never heard this before. And this is like an, this is an easy thing for me to understand. And Christianity, just from like, you know, preachers come on campus and they're yelling all kinds of hatred. And he sees things on Instagram and YouTube that might be like really, um, I don't know, heady. Like a lot of like in, in, in intelligent conversation. But he had never just seen it laid out in like yes. a simple, yes. in a simple way. It's like, you've got to like... You've got to get the word out, man. Yes. Says the agnostic. Yeah. That yeah, that was yeah, that whole meeting was was a pretty big moment for for this semester. Yeah. What stands out to you? Any any conversation or interaction? Not any specific ones. I think I think one of my biggest takeaways, um, just meeting because most everyone we meet with has had an has had a religious experience or grew up in or around a church um, so it's not like we like they've never heard of Jesus before right, right. Um, but a lot of the people we're talking to now that we're helping disciple um, would say they're Christians and would say they've been Christians for a while but they really have no idea um, who Jesus is end of the right. day they really I, I, I don't think they actually um, they don't know what they believe and they don't I, I really don't think they believe where they read the Bible for themselves um, I don't know it's just it's hard it's hard because like it's hard to tell if they're Christian or not Sticky. They get sticky, I, it, and it's not like the it's not like the whole time we're assessing. Oh, are you in or out? Right. Um, but it's like, do you understand who Jesus is? Mm-hmm. Um, because what the way what you're describing your faith that you're describing to me it sounds like it's very much about a transaction. It's a, very much about um, it's, you're just trying to be a good person, try to do the good things, um, and maybe there's a God. Mm-hmm. And this, and if, yeah, if I don't do enough good things, this God will like send like struggle my way or yeah. something like that. Test me. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because like how many times have we just shared the gospel to these people in a simple and understandable way, and they are almost crying, and yeah. they're like, "I've never heard this this simple or I haven't seen it put this way," and it's just the gospel. It's literally just the explicit gospel. Um, so I think we're just encountering more and more students who, like, I think my takeaway is that the gospel is still really good news to a lot of students on campus, mm-hmm. um, even to students who have been around it their whole mm-hmm. lives, um, which is kind of opposite of this other person you're talking about, who probably never True. heard of it. Yeah. Um, these people who have been around it heard it in a way that they can understand it yeah. and are like, wow, this is really good news. Yeah. But I think also, just people, I'm shocked how, how many people respond to that sign we have of tired of religion, so is Jesus. So. Yeah, I don't think we've had any negative. You said response. you've seen people laugh at you. 
Yeah, it always coming up to me and just like laughing in my face. People will, will chuckle as they yeah. walk along, um, which is fine. That kind of gets under my skin, to be completely yeah. honest. Because if they only knew what I, was, what I wanted to say, if, I only, if they only knew like who Jesus is. Right. Um, but yeah, people will laugh. But that's only happened a couple times, and that's fine. What about some insights, some like big takeaways, some things that we're learning? So we've been, what, what we do again is that we don't have this gathering or these events, but we're just meeting people where, where they're at and asking what does it look like for you to love God and love others well. Um, and I think a lot of people really like that. I think a lot of students, unless you really grew up with a good youth group or church, like at this point in the semester, you already found a church or you already found a um, more traditional campus ministry. And there are a lot of people on campus right now who don't know how to find those things because they're afraid, because that's a completely different culture than what they've experienced. Whether we like it or not, like Christians have a very specific culture. Um, so, yeah, I think we're reaching these people um, who didn't even know they... No, they, I think they knew they wanted Jesus or this, this spiritual connection, but didn't know how to find it um, because they were always... They were never going to go to a church, mm-hmm. right? But we kind of found... They found us and we interacted with them. So a great story is um, this one girl who we've been talking to for a while, um, we just asked, so how can we meet more people? Give us some um, insight as a student. How can we meet more people such as yourself since you enjoy our conversations? And she was basically like, yeah, my, um, my friends know about you. And we said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, I talk about my day, and part of my day is meeting with you guys, and you guys are actually a part of my life, so I just sh- tell them what we kind of talk about. And we were like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, um, So what will it take for us to meet your friends or for you to share more with your friends? And we thought, oh, we should just get lunch with her friends because they just need some like community or just you know just get to know each other. She was like, no, 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 that's a waste of time. I think if we're going to schedule a meeting, it would be for them to hear more what you've taught me already yeah. about Jesus and the gospel and these tools. And we were like, yeah, yes, well, that would be great. So I think, I think there is this, man, there's this a huge population of students that want God, want Jesus, um, but they'll never go back to a setting like a church or a campus ministry because I think they did that in the past and left a bad taste in their mouth. And we're not anti-church or campus ministry. Um, but we're realizing it's, like, it's through these friendships and relationships that the students are making themselves that we can reach these people. Right. Yeah. I think that's been the biggest thing for me, too, is, is that kind of the path of least resistance so far has been interacting like you said, with these students who, they're, they're not going to go to this random yes. service yes. or this random Bible study, or, and they're definitely not going to drive off campus. Yes. Um, and if they do, it's just going to be to show up, show up at the thing 
and then leave and then come back. Um, but we, through these signs on campus, we're meeting students who, yeah, that's, they're not inclined to do that, but they still want to know about Jesus, still want to read scripture, still want to learn how to pray, how to do all those foundational Christian things, just not in the, um, in the box of tradition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And not to say that that's the only person that we want to build relationships with. It's just that it's very clear as of right now that there's a, there's a lot of people like that. Yes. Um, yes. And if that's who God is calling us to, to build relationships with for a season, forever, yeah. how long? Yeah. Amazing. That's great. Um, and this has been for me, I'm, I feel like I'm learning just as much as everybody else. Yeah. Like being able to have those conversations with people who don't necessarily believe in God or think that they might or people that assume these things about God or about scripture or about Jesus. I'm also having to like not be on my A game, but pay very, very close attention to what they say. I'm already a very active listener, but now I really have to pay attention because they're going to say this weird Christianese thing that in regular conversation I could gloss over. But if, but if I, if I don't pay attention to that thing, like I'm missing out on one, a, a big part of their story, like why did you say that? Yes. And then two, like what do you think that actually means? Yes. Like a lot of times my conversations are like, well, I think God is disappointed in me or like he feels these certain things towards me. In a regular conversation, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine, but let's talk about this. But no, if I lean into that moment, mm. a whole nother conversation opens up and I feel like that is where God is kind of calling yes. us is those weird assumptions of how God sees us um, it's just where God is already working um, so yeah that's that's just a lot of conversation and it's really really good it's really eye-opening to me it's refreshing I know I don't feel like burnout. out I feel yeah. like I need a vacation or like I just need a break from campus we need like, more we actually want more <laughs> yeah, I was asking like is, how can we have more of these conversations yeah, yeah. Is, is it, it's fun I don't feel like yeah. this is I mean I'm lucky to say this but I don't feel like I have to go to work like I get to do this like it's a privilege like I'm blessed to do this um it's just a lot of fun it's a lot of fun so was there anything this week that reminded you of your actual age versus the way you look or you want to look or want you know, to feel. We do ask students all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So how old do you think yeah. we are? And they rarely get it right. It's do always you, Do you think you look older than me? Oh, do you think I do. I, I always assumed you look older than me, but then one time Why? someone said, I don't know, because I've always had a baby face. But one mm-hmm. student one time said that you had the baby face and I looked older. Yeah, that made me feel really good. Did it? All right. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, one of the few times. No, I, I oh no, I don't, I don't. Why did you pause? <laughs> what was the answer to that question? Because I wonder how you view me. Oh no, I just feel If like, you think I look older than you do, even though you're like, like a two, two, I'm two, like two years. years older than you. So we're both in our thirties. Yeah. Anyways. Yikes. Was there, was there anything that happened? That made me feel old? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yes, unfortunately, that and that probably happens more often than not. I think. Go so I, I'll, I'll, I'll lead with what the meat is, and I assume that students still meet the majority of their friends 
face-to-face and not online. That's just not the reality. So I know this, this one guy, um, he starts telling me about this girl he's about to start dating. And I just, already in my head, I'm, you know, I'm painting a picture of like, okay, so he was in his dorm and he ran into her or they met at an event or some, again, something face-to-face. Um, and so I start asking questions about how they met. And he's like, well, no, we, we first met, so they're both freshmen, they got here in August. They met each other online, um, but in February hmm. of their senior year. Before uh, they were in college. They hadn't even graduated yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Like they just started like that last portion of, of their high school career. Um, like you're not, when I, I remember when I was a senior in February, like I'm not thinking about college yet. Like I still have sports to play. I still have like exams mm. to take. Like I'm still very much in high school mode. But this guy, he, apparently there's this Instagram profile that you can you can send in like a bio of yourself and some really nice pictures that make you look better than probably how you actually look in real life. You, you weren't doing this? I'm not doing oh, this. No, okay. no, 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 no. This guy is. Okay. <laughs> and um, he, he was just scrolling through everybody's profile and saw this girl and started messaging them. And they started FaceTiming. Like, they hadn't even met each other before in person. They live, oh, like, hours today, away. Huh? Well, yes, well, that's, that? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, yes. that does not count. Yes. But it does. Yeah. And I think I just have to, like, come to terms with yeah. this is, to a degree, the way that it is now. And, and I want to say, well, that's not how it should be. But if it's still meaningful to them, then, like, who am I to say that it's, mm. it's not, you know? I would love to see a screenshot of this guy's DMs and compare it to the way he actually speaks in person yeah. to see what the difference yes. is. I, That's funny. There it's probably just mostly be. emojis though, right? I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. And just like broken broken yeah. English. Yeah. Um, it's like shorthand everything. Yeah. So, Which we recently got a lesson yes. about how to shorthand stuff, which yes. some of it is actually like we can't say out loud. Explicit. <laughs> Explicit. Yes. So yeah, I think... Um, but then they, they, you know, they were messaging all throughout the summer. And the first time they met, they didn't meet up during the summer. They met in August. So they had already had like months of, I don't know, relational equity mm. that they had, they had already gotten. Um, but then he started talking about when they first met and them actually having some struggle in their relationship. I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> because they were in person. Cause, yeah, because you are actually yes. interacting with this yes. person before. And he was like, he said, well, I didn't know before I met her that she was taller than me. And he said, well, that's actually a problem wow. for me. <laughs> I was like, wow. okay. Okay. But if that's like the only problem you have, you know, that's a, what a great problem to have. Yeah. You know, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to get through, I guess. Maybe. I don't that's know. That's funny. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. So that's next time funny. I see him, I have to ask him. But yeah, that's like... The one thing that made me feel old is I still assume people meet each other. The majority of their friendships start start person to person, and it's just not. Yeah, I don't think it's it, not true. I think it's Snapchat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how people meet each other on Instagram yet. I don't. I still don't understand that. I don't think they do. That's what I'm saying. They no, don't meet right. each other. It doesn't like lead yeah. to like this. It doesn't have to lead to this face to face interaction it can just be online and you can have like multiple ones online and then have this one in real life too it's that's a whole nother conversation of like the the baggage that's going to happen from from all that stuff yeah that's another it's another podcast (laughs) 